Hi, everybody. I'm so glad you're a part of what's about to happen. This is Kim Hanika, Executive Director of ICU Talks, and we're at our podcast. Your voices, whoop, and you just heard LJ. Hello, everybody. Uh, hi. So you know who we are by now, probably. And so we have a very special guest. He was actually our January 20-minute speaker. His name is Brian Evans. Yeah. So I have to tell you all that I'm ecstatic he's here with us because when he spoke with us in January from the stage, he did something very special. Yes, he did. He got down on one knee yeah. and with a, a, a ring that was so big that you couldn't see it at all. Huge. Huge, huge imaginary ring. He uh, he proposed to me and I have 130 people who are witnesses. So he yes. can't, he can't, he can't back, back out. out. So we are now engaged. We've committed to live separately until we're in heaven together. So it's going to work out great. It's a new kind of marriage. Yeah, new kind of marriage. Yes. You don't yes. divorce when you live separately. Right. No, you don't. It works out so right. Yeah. It'll last forever. We see each other once a month. We'll be happy, you know. So I don't care for three right. hours. For three right. hours, and then we're done. So, anyway, Brian is with us. So, Brian, we please take a second, say hi to everybody, and then give everybody a little summary of what you talked about in January. Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. This is whoop, super whoop. exciting uh, for me to be here. Always just, um, just excited to spend some time with just Kim and LJ and just the whole the whole crew. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, but yeah, so I was uh, one of the January speakers along with Dio. Uh, Dio. Shout out to Dio. Yeah, and also Kristen. Kristen yeah. Mm -hmm. which uh, I was just humbled to be on the stage with with them. Yeah. They were just amazing. So um, I did kind of, uh, since the theme was transformation, of course, I wanted to really get into um, some of the things that God had really brought to the, to the surface in my life mm -hmm. as it relates to my own personal journey. Um, so we're all familiar with the butterfly and that's, yes. I think, mm -hmm. kind of like the, um, the, the, the main story of transformation that we really think of, metamorphosis and, and things of that nature. But God really dealt with me concerning seed mm -hmm. and what that means and the transformation that seeds go through yep. when they encounter dirt. Mm. And he really applied and allowed me to really see in through that lens the things that were happening and had happened in my own life mm. and how just my life experiences were basically dirt mm -hmm. mm. for the seed that he placed on the inside of me. And without dirt, seeds would never germinate. Right. They would never grow into the crops they were designed to grow into because in order for a seed to actually yield fruit and other seeds it has to first die mm. and before it dies it has to encounter dirt so what the soil does is it eats the hull and without getting too scientific <laughs> it eats the outside of the seed off so that the inside of the seed that which has been pre-programmed by god mm -hmm. can come into fruition and yield um, other fruit and seeds. So yeah. that's what our life situations, good, bad, ugly, yeah. all of that. Right. It's yeah. basically the dirt that unlocks what God has placed on the inside of us. Mm. Mm. I, it was really powerful because you had talked about, you know, we can either be a, you know, it, it it's what happens in the dirt. It's a yes. corpse yes. or it's a seed. Can you talk more about that? Because I know I'm not going to quote you correctly. I wrote it down, <laughs> but I'm not going to turn the page to try to read it. So yes. go, go, yeah, go. Absolutely. So um, the only thing that really makes dirt different, I, I would say, um, 
well, I would say a grave and a garden. The only difference yeah. between a grave and a garden is what is buried in the dirt. That's it. Yeah. At that particular site. Mm. So, you know, of course, we all understand the grave illustration. It's basically designed to contain what's mm -hmm. already dead. Mm -hmm. Nothing else is going to happen. It's mm -hmm. a place of finality. Mm. Right. But a garden is designed to actually cultivate what is designed to live again. Mm. Right. So as a result of that, you have the parameters around the seed, the conditions around the seed set for a resurrection. Mm, powerful. So when mm. God actually plants us, he plants us as seeds, mm. not corpses. Mm -hmm. But we get to determine how we actually live out that transformation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Are yes. we going to actually die in our situation? Right. <laughs> right. Or are we going to be strong enough to really seek God and to really hear him and connect with him on the deeper level that unlocks what he has placed on the inside of us so that we can not only live again, mm -hmm. but also bring forth others into the life that he's uh, allowed us to encounter. That's really powerful. What do you, what do you see just in your, in your walk and your life mm -hmm. experience people are doing that brings death opposed to growth. Like I'll just give an example. Like I see blame being one of the big things that means there's absolutely death. There's mm. no movement. You're not going anywhere. You're going to stay in the ground. Right. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you see when it comes to something like that? So one of the things that I encounter, um, I would say almost daily. And one of the things that I've had to deal with in my own life is, um, fear. Mm. It stops us in our tracks. Right. It literally kills the potential. Yeah. that God has placed uh, inside of us mm, right. because there is the enemy knows that he can't kill us. So what he tries to do is he wants to paralyze us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he uses our thoughts, you know, and he counts on us really latching on to and taking those thoughts and dwelling on them all throughout the day. Mm. And they reproduce almost like an infection. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's contagious. It's like, it is. Yeah. It is very contagious. And then so. you, you pass it on to other people. Yes. Not to interrupt, but you know, yes. you know I no, can no, just no, see no, it, no, right? It's good. good to share. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Everybody wants everybody to be down. Right. It's toxic. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 So that's the biggest thing I think yeah. that I found and I'm still working through it. Mm. I really am because mm. there are moments where I'm just going to be honest. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, how am I going to do today? Yeah. Right. How am I going to do this day? Yeah, right. Nothing is is uh, nothing about me. Nothing about my thoughts. Nothing about my motivation right now is telling me, "Yeah, Brian, you can do it. You you got this." You know, mm. is that part of the fear that you were talking about in answer to Kim's question? Is that where you you, you get that? Is there some doubt in you, like oh, I'm not going to make this, so I'm just not yeah. even going to go there? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so, talk through how you got. <laughs> To where you are today, because you had some interesting stories, <laughs> very entertaining, mm. and it was funny. You know, <laughs> it was My it was great. Funny. You have to you have to do the same sanctified blah 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 uh, in the doctor's <laughs> office. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But let's start where you talked about the challenges in your life, you know, and how how that how you. I guess in your dirt, how you treated your dirt in those moments, right? So you first started with, you know, on the bike, yeah. being hit by the car. Mm. Let's let, let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, sixth grade, mm. I was actually, it's a funny story because um, my mother 
she would allow my sister and I would to ride our bikes around the neighborhood, but we couldn't leave one street. So just imagine. Oh, so you can ride <laughs> you around know. the neighborhood on one street. One street, you know, right <laughs> okay. around the neighborhood, around it's the like corner. like a circle. And then around the corner, come back. As long as we were in view. Okay, you know, uh, okay. We were, we were good, yeah. So <laughs> I, um, you know, of course got older and I begged her because she was like, I need, um, I forgot what it was, but she um, called a neighbor and okay. I was going to pick up whatever she she needed. She was cooking something. It was, you know, like yeah. she'd get some sugar or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> um, so I was like, hey, can I ride my bike there? And it was down the street around the corner and a little bit further than out of, you know, out, out of, of the view. quote unquote neighborhood. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so she was like, no, I don't have a good feeling about this. Mm. Um, just mm. kind of wait and mm. let's just go together. So I was like, no, mom, I got this, you know, I'm like sixth wow. grade now, you know, right. let me just go. Right. And reluctantly, she was like, okay, yeah, go ahead and go. Well, I actually went and that's when I was hit by a car hmm. on my way back. Hmm. And I was coming down the hill and this, uh, this guy, he was drunk high. He was coming up and he turned in front of me, almost kind of like in front of me, but really kind of hit me yeah. as I was going through the intersection. Yeah. And I flipped up um, over the car, landed on my head, mm -hmm. and just kind of was like, it was a real traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of in and out of consciousness, and um, I woke up to, you know, my mom standing over me, mm -hmm. and she picked me up, and she was like, she was crying, she was kind of hysterical, but she was like, say you're going to live, say it. You know, so powerful so, that yeah. she did that. Yeah. She yeah. was like yeah. just uh, praying, still is a praying woman. Thank yeah. God for my mom and my dad. As yeah. Well, you know, right. um, but that's what I kind of woke up to. And I was like, you know, what is going on? It's so funny because it was like I wasn't afraid, you know, and I feel like that was kind of as near to death's door, mm -hmm. you know, as I have, have ever been. Mm. But it was just like I. You know, I was I was cool. I just wanted You're to go okay to sleep. It. it felt like I just I just need to go to sleep right now. You mm -hmm. know? Um, but anyway, got to the hospital. Um, she declared no broken bones over my body. Mm -hmm. No broken bones. That's amazing in and of itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, because yeah. she had seen me. It was mm -hmm. it was landing on your head. Yeah. Did she did she once she found out you were okay, did she yeah. beat the crap out of you? <laughs> For not listening to That's her. where you got the broken bones and the bruises. Right. right. Okay. Like, I'm going to break She's your like, son, I had prophecy. I told you not to <laughs> exactly. go. Exactly. Right. Like, did she beat you for that? Yes, she should have. Right. But Amen. Me, you know, the loving kindness and the tender Aww. mercies of the Lord. Lord, yeah. that's nice. Right. <laughs> wow. So, no, it, um, you know, it was a learning experience for me because that was my beating. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I learned to listen when she said, Amen. Mm, I don't yeah. have a good feeling Ooh. about it. And yeah, yeah, I mean, so did you get a sense of divine providence with that? Just, mm. the, you know, purpose? Okay, she's <laughs> yeah, had a feeling. Yes. You got hit. No broken bones. Right. Amazingly. I mean, mm -hmm. you should have had major bruising yeah. on your brain. Should Something. Have. Yes. None yeah. of that. I mean, none that's. That did you really feel amazing. a sense of that at that age where there was some you know, um, godly presence in I that? Did. Okay. I did. Even before then. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, LJ, it was yeah. kind of like, um, I, of course, growing up in church you always have that that god sense okay mm -hmm. um when you know my family we were very very you know religious okay um so we we're a family of faith so i kind of grew up in that that okay. environment so it's part of you already it, it yeah. Was, yeah 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 it, and it is and i'm grateful for that uh-huh yeah. yeah i'm grateful for that 
Which yeah. has had to be a big deal because part of your story is that out of your own disappointment, out of your own pain, mm -hmm. you walked away. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so to have such a faithful family yes. around you and you be like, I'm out. Yes. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, you described mm -hmm. a visual yeah. um, perspective mm -hmm. of your faith dropping down mm -hmm. into the dirt. Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and Absolutely. how you got to that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess the main crux of my story is and how I got to that point, Kim, of, of just walking away. Mm. Um, there is and a lot of people kind of um, they I guess they place a misnomer on Christians in the church mm. who actually grew up in the church that, you know, they have it all together. They are, you know, always good, always happy, mm. walking close, you know, to God and, and just, you know, good. Right. <laughs> Um, when in essence, there's a flip side to that. It's almost kind of like a double-edged sword because you grow up in church, you see all these things, you hear all this preaching about what God can do and what he will do. And then when he doesn't perform mm -hmm. like you think he should, mm -hmm. because you've heard all of these sermons about God doing this, right. it's like when you go to pray and ask for something and he says, no, not this mm -hmm. time. Mm. It's like, no one taught me how to cope with that, with right. the know of God. Mm -hmm. They really teach me how to cope with that. So mm -hmm. my aunt, um, one of my aunts, she was the baby of the family. So she actually was diagnosed with lung cancer. Mm. Now, keep in mind, had never smoked, was amazing person, loving, caring, so gentle, mm -hmm. loved her. Um, so when she was diagnosed with cancer, it was like we all knew my family. We were like, okay, this is opportunity for God to come through. We're mm -hmm. going to pray. We're going to mm -hmm. fast for her. And God is going to do it because mm -hmm. we know he can. Right. Um, so we were believing God for that. And when she died, it was like seeing her suffer mm -hmm. and go through all the things that she did before she died. And the yeah. whole time believing that she was going to be healed mm -hmm. and believing for a miracle. And the miracle never came. That was a situation for me that was a breaking point. Okay. Because prior to that and even after that, um, I had gone through my own life struggles. Mm -hmm. You know, I was um, in an abusive relationship, mm. um, me being abused. Yeah. <laughs> and, and By a really, gun. But yeah. really, people need, need to hear that men get abused yes. as well. Yes, Kim. Really, really need to hear that. That's yes. a story That's a in point. itself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for being vulnerable and honest about that. Absolutely. That's a totally different whole podcast. Next week. Okay. <laughs> so I'm noting you mm -hmm. down for that. Yes, okay. All right. All right. So, yeah. So I was um, going through that particular situation. Um, had, you know, encountered, you know, uh, job loss as well. Okay. So just all of these things were kind of swirling around me at that time. And it was almost like the straw that broke the camel's back because I was like, God, where are you? Mm -hmm. Why are all these things happening to me like this mm -hmm. all at the same time? Mm -hmm. And, um, there was no answer. He was silent. Mm -hmm. He was quiet. Mm -hmm. And that was the part that just I couldn't reconcile. Mm -hmm. You know, this amazing almighty God mm -hmm. is now so weak and quiet and silent mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and not moving and changing this. Right. Me. When you need him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was kind of like that period of time where I was like, I, I don't think I can do this church thing anymore. Yeah because it's not matching up. Right, right. <laughs> what I'm hearing and seeing is not what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So 
everyone that I tried to talk to, it was just this religious jargon, mm. you know, hold on, mm. God is able, mm. this, that. And I'm like, where is all of this yeah. stuff? Because nothing they were saying was personal. It wasn't. It's cliche. It's just certain things that yes. means that they don't have to go any further. They mm -hmm. don't have to do anything else. They just right. do something at you. And you're like hurting, saying, hey, I, I, need, I need something real. Yeah. 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 Validation. Some validation. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. yeah. If so, I had been there, Brian, I would have done that. I know that. you would have. Yeah, she, she, she would have brought it. I would have <laughs> so <laughs> brought it. <laughs> Fiance, I would have so. Right. Right. That's hilarious. So, yeah, I just got to the point where I was like, and I remember distinctly the last day mm -hmm. that I was at church. Oh. I was like, I walked out. I remember walking out and I was like, I'm done. Mm. I'm done with church. I'm mm -hmm. done with church people. And then eventually I got to the point where I was done with, with God. Mm -hmm. And um, just kind of, you know, looking at like agnosticism and mm -hmm. atheism because it appealed to the rage. And basically I didn't understand it then, but what was going on was I was grieving. Yeah. And I didn't understand what stages, what the mm -hmm. stages of grief and all that and how mm -hmm. to process all of that. Are you so, grieving mm -hmm. your aunt, but also grieving the loss of God for you? Yes. And, right? And, Is that accurate? Right. Isn't yeah. around that time's a marriage, too? Yes. Oh, yeah. So the yes. abuse yeah. of marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So those were all the things that I kind of got stuck in. Mm -hmm. And I, I landed on anger. Mm. And I stopped Mm. with anger instead of processing all the way through to acceptance. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that was where I ended up um, just forsaking and walking away from God and arguing with people in the church, you know, and mm -hmm. just really studying atheists yeah. and agnostics and mm -hmm. their arguments against God and mm -hmm. really digesting that, that mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. It really does. Mm -hmm. It takes its toll on you. Yeah. Yep. It sticks yep. with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, because people can go and listen, watch you on YouTube and yes. listen to the podcast and hear what happened next. Yeah. So you don't have to give all of it because yeah. I want them to, mm -hmm. I want them to experience Absolutely. it. Yeah. But just the last little part, mm -hmm. right? Just, if you'll just give them a taste yeah. of being in Florida and yeah. what happened. Right. Graceville. Yes. Yes. Can you can you tease them with that a little bit? So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I was in pharmaceutical sales, and I was just a normal day going to work, and went to a doctor's office. And this was when I was in my, my backslidden state, didn't want to have anything to do with God still. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a situation where I walked in, and this doctor pretty much called me out. He asked me, "Was I born again?" And of course, I was like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Ghost filled, five baptized. Yes. <laughs> that was Ready brilliant. Coming of the Lord. Yeah. Brilliant, yes. guys. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he was like, okay, so you're in a backslidden state now. You're involved in some vile things. I see that about you. Mm. Wow. It was like, God is calling you out mm. of that because he has work for you to do. And he proceeded mm -hmm. to lay hands on me there in the doctor's office. Mm. <laughs> mm. And it was just insane. Um, and that day, God really transformed my my life. He visited, mm -hmm. and, I, and I understand. You know, some people may be thinking, "Well, that's totally unrealistic." Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's like just crazy, spooky, foo foo stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's what I needed yeah. from God. You mm -hmm. know, right. um, because when I walked away, I was like, "God, you know, you know where to find me. Mm -hmm. I'm done. You know where to find me if you're real." Right. I need you to come to where I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you did that. Mm -hmm. you did. Yeah. It's so good. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful yeah. Story. And I'm sure like your whole family's praying for you during that time. Absolutely. But it's just really to know that that doctor, that means in his emotional and spiritual life, mm-hmm. he is on fire. He's taking care of himself. He's letting his emotional needs be met. He's in the word. He is practicing his faith. Like yes. Like th- th- you don't just get that. Like yeah. no. Right. Yeah. Because God's going to be able to trust you with that yes. much. Yeah. Who to speak yes. it to, what to do with it. Like you right. fine yes. tune it on some level. Right. Right. Yeah. And so because who you are today, if y'all were not on Facebook with Brian, if you're a really, really attractive woman, don't do this. I don't need any competition. <laughs> but if you're a guy, you're a guy, and you want to be a part of Brian's life, like the things you post and the original quotes and just, I mean, it's it's, it's the same as that, that doctor who's there for you. It's that on fire mm. word for somebody right there in that Praise moment God. for somebody yeah. to receive it, right? Hallelujah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so glad you came back to truth. I can't imagine it's it was being completely easy, but it's easier than where you were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. And there's a struggle even today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, from a context, how long ago was it when you were in Graceville with this with this doctor, this this turning point for you? Yeah. So that happened, I want to say, in 2000. When did I move in? 2012. So about 2009. No, okay. No, no. I get my I get my timeline mixed up. Now, I want to say 2000, so 2012 was, so about 2015. Okay, so just a little while ago, Mm -hmm. just four, four, almost five years ago. Okay, it hasn't been that long. Okay. It really hasn't been. And that doctor, to be so present to Mm. Kim, your point of him being so into God and knowing himself, Mm. there was no way he could have brought that to you at that moment. So it was meant to be. Yes, it was. And now you are that for others. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yes, that's what it's about. And what does that look like today? So what are you doing about that today? Oh, my gosh. What a journey. And it is just incredible what God is doing and just seeing him opening up doors. Um, So, of course, I love ICU talks. Mm -hmm. Volunteering. (laughs) Yay! We love it. We love it. Yes, we do. It's amazing. So, for me, that is such a refreshing outlet. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's my main thing. Okay. But um, definitely just my in my personal life, starting every morning with God in prayer. Yep. That is my lifeline, yep. literally. Mm, yep. um, and that's where everything else flows from. And I know mm-hmm. that. Um, that's great. So it's, it's mm-hmm. basically from that, everything else from, mm-hmm. you know, the book that I wrote, um, The Spirit Paradigm, Encountering God, came out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, of course, involved in my church, um, Have Life, Pastor, oh, Pastor Shomari White. Your church. And co-pastor. Pastor Jackie White, shout out. I'm telling <laughs> I you, if I, I mean, I know I'm called to Mosaic. I know yes. it. I would be at your church so fast. Oh, I, I wish they came to every ICU Talks event. Yes. Yeah. Because they, because I can tell you all under incredible leadership. Amazing. Because when they're there, it it shifts yes. the mm. whole night. Yeah. Wow. Like Praise I would, God. I'm going to start paying them. I saw that. I'm going to start <laughs> okay. paying them to come. <laughs> yeah. Because they are so genuine and just deep in the spirit. Oh, that's great. What a yeah. great church. It's yeah. an amazing church. And we love Mosaic too. Yeah. Pastor Naeem. <laughs> yeah. We just love, love, love being there. Yeah. 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 It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Talk more about your book. So the name of your book is again. Yes, it's the Spear Paradigm. Okay. Um, encountering God. Okay. And um, it how is, would I get that? Yeah. Yeah. So several ways you can go to my website. Um, B E. Um, well, my email address is be at brianlevans.com, or you can just go to brianlevans.com to my online store. Okay. And I'll autograph it and send it out to you. Nice. Or you can go to Amazon. Okay. It's up to you. Um, okay. Of course, it won't be autographed, which. Shameless plug. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, they can get it from those um, from those outlets. 
But yeah, that's basically uh, what we've been talking about today. Just my okay. journey yeah. and what I mm. do daily, the disciplines, the S-P-E-A-R, the SPEAR is an yeah. acronym. And it's basically a breakdown of the five things that I do daily uh, to really keep you. me yeah. in that place right. um, oh, of intimacy great. with God. Right. Okay. And, and that's really what it's about. And that's usually how we end this. We don't even have to ask you because you're already saying yeah. it. We want people to know, like, you have to practice your faith. Yes. And practicing your faith right. may be going for a run. Right. It might be twisting the towel, acting like it's your mean dad's neck. Like it, like <laughs> right. it doesn't have to be. Only Kim would come up. Yeah, with right. That. Yeah, I'm a therapist. That's what we do. She it knows this stuff. It doesn't have to be. It, again, there's no equation for being a Christian. It's not like if you read your Bible for 30 minutes, your life goes well. That's right. not it. That is not what it's about. But the fact that you've got five things listed of mm -hmm. like this is how you yes. get to be in the spirit. And I'm not exaggerating. All when when Brian prays. Like, it's an experience. Oh, mm. And that's because he's doing things daily to wow. connect to God instead of connecting to the lies. That's good. Right? Like, there's 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 fruit from it. There's yeah. there's emotional, spiritual profit that we get to be a part of because he's doing the deal. Yeah. Right? And so, you could tell from stage. Oh, yeah. You could really tell. Because yeah. didn't you say you were like a pastor or something? No, a no, 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 no. Yeah, and I hope I mean, people didn't doing? get that. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because, okay. Yeah, but I um I do serve under um you know Pastor Shamari White. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. We said okay. when you were younger, mm -hmm. yeah, like twenty something that there was some yeah something something that you were doing. Yes. Yeah. So I called into the ministry at uh, age seventeen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was preaching. Okay, that's what, I, yeah, okay, that's, that's what I. That's what I heard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So All I was right. definitely preaching. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have to kind of always be mindful of the whole pastor thing. Okay. You know, because right. I've been right. kind of bit. You know, no, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, completely yeah. understand. Mm -hmm. um, and one last question, and I know um, then we probably we'll have wrap to wrap it up. It up. Yeah. Um, but is there anything that you, after providing your testimony, that mm. you wish you would have said? Mm, that's a great question. <laughs> Kim usually asks these questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so borrowing it. Yeah. So. Um, if I really had to uh, think of one thing, I would just, just, just tell people that everything that you have inside of you, God placed there for the purpose of mm. becoming who He intended. Mm. That's right. That's good. That's good. Every single thing that God has originally intended for you is already inside of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, and because of that, the enemy fights you. Mm -hmm. And he wants to destroy you because mm -hmm. he sees what you can. He sees the potential that you cannot mm -hmm. see. Yeah. And it's up to us to really, really just kind of just press into God mm -hmm. so that God can do the things that we can't do. Yeah, that's right. To be that yeah. seed. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. So I want everyone to hear Brian's talk. And I, like, I really mean it's it's rich. It is. It's, it's really, it's packed. Yeah. It's packed. Yeah, it's so emotions. It is. Yeah. So just know it's not the February talk because we usually That's do this right. kind of in line. So I want you all to know that you'd have to go a little further back to hear the yep. podcast of his talk. Um, but if you go to YouTube and put in Brian Evans' ICU talks, you can visually see it. But if right. you want to listen to it while you're getting ready, it's not going to be immediate. That's right. You know, because usually we have them in order. So just know that. Go a little further back, and mm -hmm. you will find it, and you'll get to hear his talk. If you want to, if you're if you're a married woman <laughs> or a man, and want to meet him, 
join us yes, on join the us. third Tuesday of the month, then you get to be a part of him. Because when if you meet him, you get to experience God. Yes. Praise yeah. God. So thank you, Brian. Love you. Thank you, Kim. And thank you, LJ. I love you guys so love much. You love you too. Love you, LJ. Thank you for being a part of this. You're amazing. Um, my pleasure. Yes. And to all people listening, we hope that you're a little bit more in love with God and a little less attached to this world now that you've heard this. 